The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently, we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. my mouth I'll make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And good day, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers around the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right. You can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com and you'll see two videos at the top of the page. The one on the left is Bradley's show from yesterday. So if you missed that and you'd like to catch that, you can do so up until three o'clock this afternoon, at which time he'll be live in that area. In fact, it's Saturday. So You'll have Bradley on for two hours today. So uh, if you want to catch that, that starts at 3 o'clock Eastern right there at SonsLibertyMedia.com. On the right side of the page is where we're at. It will look a little different when you go over there. I don't know why it doesn't populate, but uh, for whatever the case may be, 
It is what it is. You should go over there and you should see you should see the, the proper picture. Anyway, click on the play button, blow it up whatever device you've got. Look for the Rumble icon in the bottom right-hand corner and click on that and you can join us in the chat on Rumble. We are streaming live to Rumble at Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Be sure to uh, subscribe to our channel over there. We're also on beforeitsnews.com, top of the page there. DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty. Number of Facebook pages that bear my name. Also, uh, Twitch.tv at Real Tim Brown, as well as Twitter, for whatever that's worth, at uh, The Real Tim Brow 2. Leave off the end off main and my name and put a two there, the real Tim Brow 2, and you should be good to go. Right up under where we're streaming live is where you can sign up for our email newsletter. That goes out once a day between 7 and 8 Eastern. And uh, be sure to get that. And then if you want our, our ministry email, you want to know what the Sons of Liberty are actually doing beyond what you hear on the radio, uh, go to sonsoflibertyradio.com. Sign up for that email. It goes out once a week on Saturdays. And that's exclusive content to tell you what we're engaged in. And then if you agree with our message and what we're doing and you want to help keep us out there, there is a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com if you wish to support us in that. And uh, that's a one-time donation. And if you want to partner with us monthly, there is a son or daughter of Liberty link up there. And again, we appreciate each and every one of you who helped keep us out there doing what we're doing. Uh, without you, we're, we're really unable to do to the extent what we do without your support. Now, <clears throat> I woke up this morning. <laughs> the clown show in, uh, in, in DC continues. And, uh, yeah, we, we've, we've got this, uh, we've got this trader as our speaker, uh, Kevin McCarthy. And what's interesting is, uh, of course, uh, Donald Trump supported this guy. And this, see, this should tell you everything you need to know. But I know I'm not getting through to the idolaters. I get it, but that's it. This is the guy they just put in. I want you to, I want you to listen at the World Economic Forum. I want you to listen. This is Kevin McCarthy. If you watched in the short time of this presidency, he's had a lot of very successful foreign travel. He's got good relationships there. And you've got to understand what does America first mean, okay? So we wanted to focus on the economics of America. We wanted the citizens to be safe. That means home and abroad. That means in a perspective, Americans are all around the world. We want to help those allies that have the same type of values or desires that <laughs> protect their citizens and others. But more importantly, as I sat around Klaus's dinner last He's night, talking about Klaus what's interesting is the number of countries who are now talking about their tax system. And I do believe that with doing something as big as the tax change, it took three decades for anybody to have this happen. The economic of America rising helps the rest of the world. And it also helps from a safety perspective around the world. Okay, so... He goes to dinner with Klaus Schwab. He's sitting on this stage, the little uh, Chinese-looking woman. That's Mitch McConnell's wife. They're all in it together. I, I don't know how to say it anymore. The, the cognitive dissonance in Americans, especially those who claim they're Christian constitutionalists and patriots, it just astounds me. It really does. It really blows my mind that people can't put it together. And they think because somebody wears a political jersey that somehow they're on their team. They're, they're not. They're on their team against us. The fact that he's talking about a tax system, instead of eliminating it, they want to kind of reform it and form it in their own likeness because they think they have a right to the fruit of your labor. 
They don't. They don't. It's theft. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, we're not here to talk about that today. But this was the stuff that came up this morning when, when I got up and uh, I, I watched the McCarthy say, oh, I've got the votes. You know, he's a smug little. Uh... Anyway, not here to talk about this. today. <laughs> We've got special guests on today. And uh, with us, as always, is Kate Shimarani, our nurse and nutritionist all the way over there from England, and we've got a very special treat this morning, and we're going to be talking about something that's going on in the news this week to where I guess the Mockingbird media can't seem to still figure out why athletes, actors, actresses, politicians, people of all stripes and colors and races and creeds and everything else are just immediately falling over dead or having cardiac arrest and you know, ages too. Let's take it down to the children too. We're seeing that in children as well. And so uh, here to help me do that is Kate Shimarani, and we have a special guest and I'm going to let Kate introduce our guest today so I don't mess up his name because I didn't get a chance to talk to him before the show. Good morning, guys. Morning, morning. morning. Um, well, yep. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Everybody who knows me knows that I'm always slagging off everybody in football, calling it all idolatry. And um, the media didn't dig too deep, but uh, all through the 80s, I modeled with an agency in Scotland. And I was I was often used by the Daily Record newspaper in their fashion page and the Evening Times. I used to do beauty pageants because it earned money. I learned very quickly as a nurse that I could actually make a load of cash just going on all the beauty pageants. And um, I ended up getting picked up and used a lot for the um, Scottish Football Association Skull Cup final, Hampden Park, and all of the golf as well, which they had at Glen Eagles. I think, I think in my in my defence, it was because I could actually speak as well. I wasn't just um, trying to bag myself a snooker player or a footballer. Uh, that was in the days of Ali McCoist. Um, Celtic and Rangers was the big thing then. Uh, but of course, I was up in, I was an English girl up in Scotland. So I always had a bit of a giggle and I'd go to the nightclubs and there'd be wall to wall with footballers in the champagne and VIP suites. And then the other wall, of course, would be all the models. So it was always, always quite entertaining for me, but it soured my judgment a little. But anyway, along came COVID and we know, you know who I am. And um, I'm not going to lie. I'd never heard of Matt before, even though he's really well known, because I don't have a telly and I don't watch football. I was even bored stiff at Hampden Park. I had to jog round the pitch before the match in a pair of white shorts, uh, a white pair of white high heels, I mean, bad taste and a skull cup final T-shirt. And then I didn't want to watch the game. But um, what I liked was that um, we, a lot of people in the whole um media they don't want to speak out even about what they're seeing because they don't want to lose what they have and there's a girl who's very well known um uh, uh, she's been in kind of one of these reality shows and then she got her own show i'm not going to say her name but long blonde hair very glamorous and very large um and and a little bit coarse you should all know who it is and um she goes by her initials, but her very close friend contacted me at the beginning and she knew what was going on. And we were trying to get her to come to Trafalgar Square and she wouldn't because she didn't want to damage her her PR, if you like. And if you're um, really looking from above or you've had children, which does make one a little bit more altruistic or it should, 
then the whole you know longer time frame of this the bigger picture is if you don't speak out it literally is going to be you next anyway and um you know and if we've had children and you've had 10 tim but at least you've got your guns um you know <laughs> yes i do wait a minute I, no 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 we lost those in a boating accident the other week we we don't have any anymore oh do you know all right then. so <laughs> so you see um i i brought four children into this world and i wanted them to have some of the fake freedom that i thought i had and now we're already at the point in the uk of zoning like the movie in time with justin timberlake um you know the zoning in in oxford and kent it's coming and people don't really care because they're being distracted by um hollywood for ugly people aka uh, politics uh, where apparently you can just get the prime minister's post even without any votes uh, it doesn't really matter um rishi and um nobody really cares that they're murdering our elderly as long as they've got you know football world whatever else they've got to look at so when Matt came along, Matt Letizier, I've said it right, I hope, who's from Guernsey. That's how I was going to say it, but I didn't want to mess it up. And somebody yeah, said you, you would have an Anna and Tommy mo uh, moment there. You so. didn't dare, That's so I right. said it. That's right. And when I, so when everyone was like, oh, yeah, this footballer, this footballer, I thought, oh, I'll go on. And actually, you know, Twitter's not, I, I'm kicked off Twitter again. I got on it for 40 hours. I mean, how funny is that? Um, even with the new account. So I went on and had a look and I thought, mm, impressive, you know, football, professional footballer, scored more goals than anyone else in Southampton. And um, and then when I went on his Wikipedia page, I was really, really entertained because my Wikipedia page is great. No one can alter it. It's huge. Um, it says everything on there about me. I just wish they'd change the picture. It's getting a bit old. I've got dark roots today. They can put that on there. But actually, the only bad thing on, on Matt's is that they say in the last two sentences, in his retirement, even though he's younger than me, he has made several posts, just several. Isn't several four or five? He's made, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> he must, as soon as his eyes open, his fingers hitting that getter switch. And, and then it's on Twitter and it's everywhere else. So I thought it was really entertaining that they either didn't take him on or they didn't crush everybody's memory because they all love football but has made several posts on social media, just the several, concerning COVID-19 and the 2022 Russian invasion of Ukraine, which met with criticism. So Matt's being criticised. So <laughs> I thought, I mean, just get to there, look. He just made a few posts. I mean, how many posts does it say there? Hilarious. So um, anyway, I... Um, so what I like about Matt is he's just gone for it, doesn't care. Now he live and, you and live stream to... also, Matt. It says here, right? You're you're on Monday, eight p.m. UK time. That'd be three p.m. Uh, you know, redneck time here in South Carolina. That's, that's exactly yeah, we right. live streamed. We, yeah, we Matt. So Matt, I'm going to finish up in a minute and get off. But Matt live streamed an interview with myself last week. So I went on to um, Twitter with another crafty account just to have a look what people were writing and it was so funny because people were writing I don't know if you've seen it Matt where they're saying you're going to discredit yourself now by having her on which is really funny like he can't discredit himself saying exactly the same thing that we're all saying that's but right he can discredit himself if I come on and say it <laughs> and which is really funny and just to let everyone know I did do my second thing with children's health defense in America Robert F Kennedy Jr show last week and they've offered me my own show. Nice. So yeah, so I've now got Unity News Network. 
got you guys and got children's health defense to do um health busy so ladies. anyway i'm going to show what i did speak to matt about was why aren't these other sports pros speaking up hmm. because because um you know they're seeing it you can't not seeing it and what i said to you tim was when we saw that guy last week the american football player drop um and also my good friend who wasn't vaxxed who um you know has been on been on the show who died of a heart attack he got out his racing car and died yep. what's interesting for me is what you're seeing with these people is is the same event of what you would see with like arthrosclerosis and and I'm going to explain a little bit later of how you get that. But when you get that surge of adrenaline, it's causing that explosion in their chest and they're dropping. But what was interesting for me was I'm looking at everyone else's faces now as this is happening. And they're not just concerned for their players being carried off, which is what you used to see, right, Matt? Everybody would be looking, but they're professionals. They've got to get on with the game. They can't let that distract from their momentum, their concentration, you know, they're psyched up before the match. They've got to get out mm. there. There's a lot of money involved. They get a lot of bonus if they win. So they don't let that ever distract them. But what you're seeing now is, I believe, that absolute look of horror on their faces of, oh, my word, there's another one. And so that penny must be dropping in their heads is, is it me next? That's what I'm seeing. That's my personal opinion. And I think Matt has done a survey which I hope he's going to talk about with a lot of professionals. He went around them all. So I'm going to hand over to you now, Matt. Matt says, yeah, I'm not a football fan. He was a football pundit, but he's now a COVID pundit. And let me tell you, he has posted more than several times. Well, you know, we forgot we forgot to throw in Kate's music. So I'm going to throw it in for Matt as we as Matt, you get ready to talk here. And one of the things I, I you know, this is out recently here. 1,621 athlete uh, cardiac arrests, serious issues, 1,118 of them dead since COVID injection. Um, I, I'm, I'm sure you've looked at a lot of this stuff here. What's going on? What Your perspective as someone who's been on the field, and obviously when we talk about football with you, we're talking about the one where you, where you actually play with your feet. That you you kick the ball with your feet instead of carrying it. Uh, what's your perspective on all this when you're seeing this? I've personally, I'm I'm I've lived on the the this this dirt ball here for you know 53 years, coming up on 54, and I've never seen anything like it. What what's your perspective as someone who's played the game? Um, well, it was it was quite shocking to me um, to see in 2021 because not not only do I did I play sport for a living for for 17 years. Um, I then was a pundit on television for, for another 18 years on top of that. Um, and I watch a lot of sport. I I'm not just a soccer player. Um, I, I play loads of other sports. I, I'm, I'm a good tennis player. I'm a good golfer. Uh, and I watch all these sports uh, on the television. And um, I was seeing these young, fit, healthy people collapse on a regular basis on, on the field of play. and. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I spent 17 years as a professional soccer player, uh, and not once in those 17 years did I witness either playing on my team, playing against me, or in training, which was five days a week pretty much for the 17 years. I did not witness one person have to leave the field of play because of heart issues. Not one in 17 years. 
Um, and the other thing was, I, I never really saw people in the crowd, uh, medical emergencies in the crowd either, which is another thing that's been happening over here in the UK. Uh, regular soccer matches um, are having to be stopped because of people having heart attacks in the crowd um, and medical emergencies in the crowd. And this has just been happening on a scale that I've I've never ever seen. And and the for me, I'm watching all these sports and I'm seeing all of this and I'm thinking, well, surely somebody in authority has got to raise the alarm here. Somebody has got to has got to say something's not right. Why why is this happening? Um, you know, there's this huge increase, um, well documented now. Uh, I, th I think we've had. You know, in the last two years, uh, more athletes die uh, on the field of play um, than has happened in, I don't know, the, the last 40 years or something. I, I'm not sure it's the exact numbers, but it was something like that. Um, and so I was really concerned that these authorities were not really um, being very, uh, what, what's the best word? Uh, I, I, I think they were showing a dereliction of duty, um, quite frankly, in not calling for an investigation as to why the players that they're supposed to be looking after are all of a sudden uh, falling down on the fields of play like they were. And it was just, so I made a few phone calls. Um, so I spoke to the uh, Professional Footballers Association over here uh, in England, the, 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 the union for the footballers, um, also FIFPRO, uh, which is the worldwide union for, for footballers. Um, I spoke to both of them. I managed to, I went through my phone book with all my contacts of the ex-players that I was still in contact with. Now, bear in mind, there was very few people that were speaking out about this on social media. Um, I went through my uh, phone book of all the contacts that I had that were ex-players around my era. Uh, and it, it amounted to probably just over 100 people. Um, and I think out of all those people that I contacted to who, because I, I was going to write a letter to the PFA and to FIFPRO and to the FA here. Um, and of all those people that I contacted to say, we need to, we need to get an investigation here because there's something worrying happening on these fields of play. I think there was only two people out of everyone that I contacted who refused to add their name to this letter. So I had nearly a hundred signatures. Uh, on this letter. And th that was just from my phone book, you know, the, the, the small group of players that I've kept in contact with. Um, and so that to me was, was, um, quite encouraging the fact that there were other people who were noticing that something was not quite right. And we do need to investigate. They weren't talking about it publicly, but it was, it was nice to know that they were, they were willing to put their name to a letter, um, and, and try to put some pressure on these people to try and get an investigation up and running. So, uh, so I sent this letter in. Eventually, got a, a meeting with the um, uh, with the doctor at the FA, uh, the Football Association here in in England, um, and I was only granted a meeting with them um, uh, on the condition that I wasn't allowed to discuss what went on in that meeting, what was said in the meeting. Um, you know, which tells you in itself that there's obviously something there that they want to hide. Um, so I agreed to that. Uh, I haven't spoken about what went on in that meeting, um, but uh, I can tell you after that meeting, I have kept in touch with the doctor at the FA. I've, every time I've seen another incident happen, I would send it, I would email it. Um, every time I see a study come out that has shown the massive increase in, in athletes, I would email that to the doctor at the FA, um, who, was, who was very polite. Uh, don't get me wrong, I've had two conversations with her. Um, uh, she's very polite. She's responded to my emails. 
Uh, and the last email I got was um, was actually um, a lot more encouraging, um, shall we say, because she actually wrote to me in that email um, and actually admitted that footballers, soccer players here in the UK now, are no longer being encouraged to have any more COVID vaccines. Uh, and that for me is, is a small step in the right direction. Um, uh, and it's uh, just a, a little part of the way because it's not just footballers that, that don't need to be having these vaccinations. I think we need uh, we need a, to have a halt to these vaccinations while an investigation takes place Amen. Uh, as to as to what has gone on. Because I think there are there are far more eminent people than me in the in the world of um, uh, medicine that are calling for that very same thing. Can I ask um, you a I, question? I just, Can I yeah, ask you a question, Matt? The, the, now, now you're saying you started off saying I've never seen any of this on the field, not from my team, not from opposing teams. I've never seen them having to deal with people in this in the uh, in the in the seats and everything else. By the way, I, I <clears throat> I'm one of those guys that say sports is not a spectator sport. It is meant to be played. It's not meant to be watched. I I just I never got into watching sports. I was playing sports. That that's what I did. But anyway, what I wanted to ask you was. When all of this started, when the Convid nineteen eighty four started, okay, and then they began to roll out the shots and stuff. What was your perspective as, you know, a, a good guy over there in England who's who's playing, you know, soccer? You call it football, but but you're playing over there or, or you're commenting and, and stuff. What was your initial reaction with that? Did you buy into what they were saying and then slowly began to understand? Wait a minute, this is not at all what they're you know, portraying to us, how did you come to these conclusions or did you see it for what it was right from the beginning? Um, I, I, uh, I did my, um, I did a little bit of homework on it very early on. Um, you know, I have a lot of, uh, a lot of friends, um, who I socialize with who are doctors. Uh, and I was speaking to them about it in February, um, when, you know, the first rumblings were starting in the, in the media over here, um, about this virus in China and, um, uh i think I, I saw the i think it was the diamond princess cruise ship um i saw all the data from there uh, which kind of um was a, a, a great experiment um if you want to call it that to to show just how lethal or not uh this convid was and um so right from the very start even before we locked down uh, i was um speaking out about it uh, I kind of known that it wasn't as bad as they were trying to make it out to be. Um, and the fact that they had to very early on, I, I knew about the PCR test very early on. Um, uh, I knew that the, the way that they were uh, classifying a COVID death early on, you know, within 28 days of a positive PCR test, I knew it was absolute nonsense. Anyone with any bit of common sense can tell you that's just uh, a way of uh, massaging the figures. Uh, and so all those things led me to to understand very early on that this is not what they were saying it was. And there was some kind of different uh, agenda behind all of this. Uh, and that's when I started to to think, hang on a minute, then what if this isn't right? So why is it not right? What what Why is this happening? What are they using it for? Um, and that's when I started having a, a little look around. I, I came across a documentary called The Fall of the Cloud. Um, which uh, I thought was um, incredibly illuminating um, and opened my eyes to a lot of things that um, that I didn't know went on in the world. And, and a lot of the stuff, I, I suddenly realized that a lot of the stuff that we've been taught 
in our lives. Um, that a lot of the history that we've been taught, uh, a lot of what we see on the on the news in the television, a lot of it uh, is absolute nonsense, and we've been lied to um, pretty much all of our lives. And that that was a you know, quite a shocking realization. And when you realize that, uh, as a as a decent human being. You have to do something with that. That's and right. I couldn't. I couldn't shut up. I couldn't stay silent can I, can I and keep picking up my there? paycheck. Can I ask you something there? So, just, uh, well, to both you guys. So, I've just posted this to you, Tim. Um, I've got my daughter home from uni at the moment, who was just cooking at the side. So I, was like, <laughs> I said to her, "Don't come in at one o'clock." She comes in and cooks. I just posted this to you, Tim, uh, Doctor Simone Gold, from January twenty-one to the present. 1,101 athletes died from cardiac arrest. I'm not sure whether this is America or this is everywhere, but um, over a prior 38 years of 1966 to 2004, um, so over 38 years, 1,101 athletes under the age of 35 died due to various heart conditions. The same number of athletes, that's 1,101, died in the last two years compared to the prior 38 years. And also we were looking yesterday at the National Office of Statistics and how many all-cause mortality has shot up in week, I think it's week 51, compared with week 51 the year before. Um, so from two counts here, one is is it's clearly it's right there. And the reason we're seeing it with sports personalities or anybody that's a sportsman, even kids playing sport, is that surge of adrenaline is going to, to knock off that plug because of what these injections do. And the same as what all chemicals do, which I'll talk about, where they make holes in your blood vessels. We're lied to and we're told cholesterol is the baddie, low density cholesterol, which we've done on this show. It's actually a good guy. It's the only thing that transports um, the fat to your brain, which is what you need. But we're told um, that that's what's causing it. But actually, those holes in your blood vessels that, that need to be healed and repaired from whatever uh, source it comes in, whether it's pollutants in the atmosphere, what they're injecting in, and also the fact that we're often deficient in vitamin B6 and B12. And, and then we get this complete constant inflammation and we need antioxidants, which is what comes in all your um, green leafy vegetables and fruit. But that aside... Um, it's so obvious to me, as one doctor said, I'm just a staff nurse, but it's so obvious to me because I know how the human body works and I know that um, you are what you eat and what you're exposed to. I don't understand why, apart from it must be the same thing as as like in, in professional sportsmen, that these doctors cannot say what they're seeing. They just can't. Because if they do, uh, you know, I had a group a group of doctors saying that those doctors that were coming out speaking about it were discrediting themselves. No, they're honouring themselves and they're honouring their patients and they're honouring their profession. Yep. But also, so so I don't understand why uh, people are not seeing it. Um, some people that I've spoke to, really, really, that I'm speaking to, it's like the lights are on, but there's nobody in. They really believe it all. And then other other people I speak to, they kind of see it, but they don't want to say it. And also they can't face it. It's it's a lot to, for people to face that your, your government isn't your mummy and daddy. But then there's the other thing that I wanted to put to you, Matt, this thing about the Super League, where they were wanting to get rid of all the other football clubs. 
and just had these, uh, was it four or something, whatever it was, super leagues, just four big clubs. And that's a bit like the Hunger Games. Um, is Are we seeing a destruction here, but very like a dripping tap so that no one catches on to it? Are, are teams disappearing lower down the league? Are we seeing that that might happen? Oh, there, are, there have definitely been teams lower down the leagues that have, uh, that have folded, um, you know, through to uh, due to bad finances. Um, the the European Super League thing it was a bit more than four teams. There was uh, there was probably a dozen or so um, of the biggest teams in Europe that got together um, and basically tried to form a league where um, they they could never be relegated from it. It was all about uh, for me. It was all about greed, more money, more money, just trying to make you know the, the big teams bigger. And try to eliminate the competition from the smaller teams. Um, so yeah, and I think there is definitely. Um, uh, I think one of the things that I've noticed over the last uh, three years now is that um, I think one of the most important lessons I've learned was about uh, boiling the ethical frog, um, and that is exactly what seems to be happening in in lots of different ways in society. Um, you know, with the the smart cities, you know, the fifteen minute neighbourhoods, uh, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and it's just being drip fed into everybody um, bit by bit and hoping that nobody will notice. Uh, and if people do notice and it gets called out, then they draw back a little bit from it. Because what I've what I've kind of found over the last three years is that these evil people in government and uh, and above, um, they they seem to need our consent to do stuff. Uh, and they're very clever at working the system to enable enough people to consent to their evil plans yep. by trying to dress it up in a different way. Uh, so they dress up these evil plans to make sure they've got enough people that will consent to it. Um, and so I've always said, um, you know, pretty much from the start, uh, the, the only way this stops is, is to do not comply um, and do, <laughs> not, do not submit to, to stupid, ridiculous laws and diktats that make absolutely no sense whatsoever. Amen. Um, and and but how do you, how do, do you that. feel how do you feel you know because what we saw was um well i i actually uh i don't mind naming them whatever uh, i won't name the names because but there was a guy down at eastbourne and he was training a group of teenagers um at some football club down there so these these kids were like 12 13 years old and he'd had two shots at the time and his he, his son was going to get his shots and he was saying, oh yeah, they've all got to be, they've got to be vaccinated. And so I ended up chatting to him about it. And um, so he said, well, I said, why did you have it originally if you didn't know what, because I said, do you know what's in it? No. And um, he said, well, I, you know, we had to have it to go to football. And so um, Brighton Football Club, they all had to be, all the staff that worked within that club had to have the PCR up their nose um, twice a week. They had to, uh, they went on and were all injected, including the players. And um, and then you had all the people with their season tickets. And it was pushed, you know, if, if you wanted to go to football or or indeed anything, um, you had to have it. Well, I, I mean, for me, I wasn't dripped, dripped on. I mean, I felt like I'd had a high pressure fire hose hit me at the back of the head. That's how I felt. That's how clear cut it was for me, as we know, because I came out before anybody did. I didn't really realize in the February of 2020, but um, I mean, straight away for me, it was right there in your face, like a fish hitting you both sides, hard, fast. But so a lot of these people went and did it because they just wanted to go to football. 
do you, um and that's what I'm I'm using football because we've got you on that so I so it, I can really have a good go at football now because you can come back at me um but why why <laughs> Yeah, 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 because that's idolatry. I know what they're all like. I mean, we actually see, I was watching something today at uh, the telly, and it was, I mean, everybody loves him. Is it Ronaldo? And and who's the other one as well? Um, there's another guy that's from Argentina. Messi. Another fabulous, Messi, Messi. And um, and they're taught, and they've got all these cars and everything else and, and all the money that they're earning and they've got hotels and they're great businessmen and they never have to worry about it. I mean, first of all, I'm not money driven anyway. As long as I've got enough to go around Waitrose, I'm a happy chick. Um, and, you know, I've, everything I've ever worried about has never come to fruition. Everything always tends to drop in my lap. Um, but I, I find it interesting that we we have these people on, if we look at football football celebrities of yesteryear in the 50s and the 60s, everyone would be at the football match with their flat cap on, and there was there was no scrapping and alcohol and the football players weren't paid. Maybe it was a bit before that, actually. They weren't paid such huge sums of money and with all this sponsorship. Mm. And that's when I have a bit of an issue with it, whereas whereas that you're not just doing your your skill there and your craft then. It's the whole package now that everything's reliant on your name. It's not your feet. It's, it's your name now. And it's you're to use them for Yes, to use them for bread and circuses. That's the whole thing is yeah, to get I the do, people. I, yeah, I do hope Matt's getting paid by Fred Perry for wearing that sweatshirt. Matt, one of the things you said there a minute ago, you said, you know, when I see this, I see the truth. I can't help but speak it. You know, the, the same thing is that's a line straight out of Scripture we can't help but speak the things that we've seen and heard that they speak about Jesus. Tim, and Tim, yes. does that go with what you're saying? That that's what I was saying, trying to say. Yeah. Does that mean though that they're they they become silenced because of all their um, endorsements and so much money relying? I think on sometimes it? that's yeah. I think sometimes yeah. I think sometimes that's the case. By the way, when we were talking about the the issue with uh, Kevin McCarthy becoming Speaker of the House, if you go read that article, remember Matt Gates? Oh, I'm opposed to McCarthy. I'm opposed to McCarthy. I nominate Donald John Trump because you know I'm such a Trump idolater, and then he's the one who got everybody to go along with McCarthy. Now you tell me there's not something going on there. It's the same thing here. They're giving goodies to the people, and the people say, if I bite the hand that feeds me, I don't have any food. But I can tell you, here's the truth. You know, Jesus said that he is the truth. He's the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but through him. But in the Word of God, why are we experiencing these things? Here's the truth. Here's, here's the truth if people really want to see it. And you'll see it lines up. And look, this stuff was written thousands of years ago. It wasn't written yesterday. And God is still the same yesterday as he is today, and he will be forever. Listen to what he tells his people in, in the covenant that he had with them. This comes from Leviticus chapter 26. And listen, beginning at verse 15, it says, And if ye despise my statutes, or if your soul abhors my judgments, so that ye will not do all my commandments, but that ye break my covenant, listen to what happens. I also will do this unto you. I will even appoint over you terror. Don't we hear a lot of a talk about that? Yeah, we hear a lot about terrorism, right? Consumption. The burning ague that shall consume the eyes and cause sorrow of heart, and ye shall sow seed in vain, for your enemies shall eat it. Now, I could go into a lot of a big thing about how China gets the best of our produce here in uh, in the United States, and what you get at the supermarket is second best. It's the picked overs. Okay, 
<clears throat> it also says, um, and I will set my face against you, and ye shall be slain before your enemies. They that hate you shall reign over you. Are you seeing that? Is that what you're seeing, people? And ye shall flee when none pursueth you. All they have to say is there's an invisible boogeyman and everybody's got their mask on and everybody's social distancing. and all. That's what that's talking about. You're doing things over. Nobody's doing anything to you. And if you will not yet for all this hearken unto me, then I will punish you seven times more for your sins. And I will break the pride of your power and I will make your heaven as iron and your earth as brass and your strength shall be spent in vain for your land shall not yield her increase. Neither shall the trees of the land yield their fruits. Are we seeing that? We talked about this with the chemtrails the other day and what and what that mm -hmm. does to the land. And if you go to Deuteronomy 28, Bradley has pulled out that little nugget where your rain's going to be turned to powder. Okay. And then he goes on and he says, um, and if you walk contrary to me, I will and will not hearken unto me. I will bring seven times more plagues upon you according to your sins. I will also send wild beasts among you, which shall rob you of your children and destroy your cattle and make you few in number, and your highways shall be desolate. And if ye will not be reformed by me by these things, but will walk contrary unto me, then I will also walk contrary unto you and will punish you yet seven times for your sins. You know, we used to have something called the Solemn League and Covenant. That was all these Western nations that were bound together. We broke that. We broke the covenants that we made with our people. We, we broke the covenants that we've made towards God. And God doesn't change. He still does the same things to us to get us to repent unto him. And, uh, and I think we find forgiveness in his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for sinners or lawbreakers. And we can have his blessings if we obey him. But I got to tell you, Matt, we see it. You guys see it over there in England. We see it here in the States. The people have been disobedient to God. They've thumbed their nose at God. They'll, they'll tell, they say, God bless America. We love God and we love Jesus. And then they live like the devil. Um, that's a hypocrisy. God condemns that kind of stuff. I think that's at the root of what's going on. We've a lot, because we have become complacent. We have become like Sodom and Gomorrah, wealthy at ease and all of these kinds of things. We've forgotten our God. We've departed wickedly from him. And as a result of that, all these things are let loose upon us. And until we repent and bring justice upon the heads of the wicked, we're going to continue to get this. That's, I think that's what scripture lays out for us. Difficult to argue against that. What do you see happening, Matt? What in the what, future? What do you see happening with um? What do you? What do you? Yeah, and and this is not this is not putting you on the spot, and um, you know, in any way to trick to trap you or anything like that. What do you see happening um among uh, like professional football? Do you see at any stage? Any, any sort of, it's all right, everyone going, we want an amnesty. Uh, we, mm. we don't want to talk about all the mistakes we didn't want. Or even um, we're not going to have any more. The point is, um, and the evidence is showing, and, and I know this is really sad for some people to, to listen to, but you're seeing an exponential decrease in your T lymphocytes, your fighter cells in those that have been injected. So that means you, that's why they're getting sick. Uh, we know that um, everyone that's getting sick is being put on this death protocol. But also we're seeing lots of other what would normally be called degenerative diseases. But they're actually as a consequence because every single one of them is going through the roof. 
So do you see, um, and there's always that thing, you know, the modern, the modern fourth generation warfare, you can't fight the war unless you've got cash. And that's why we see members of our government, they're able to, and, and you know, Meghan and Harry and all the rest of them. But we see them able to take on newspapers and stop stories being printed because they've got the money to mount an attack on the newspapers. Whereas, you know, for myself, the, the Daily Mail, all the publicity gave me, thank God they published nice pictures. But, um, you know, I, I never went back after them because I didn't have the means to do it. And actually, I couldn't be bothered. Um, you know, if people want to read that garbage, on you go, be my guest. But um, footballers, it, we're seeing the end of, and, and other, I'm not just talking footballers, but I mean all of the sports people, but I'm saying footballers just to Matt. We're seeing the end of their careers. And there would be a time in a footballer's life where if he was tackled, and he was tackled in a way that was was not correct on, on purpose to try and you know bring him down. And if it, like I, I don't know, you remember Ian Durant who played for Rangers. He was um, he was he was uh, delivered a kick from the side, yeah, from the side, and he had a horrific uh, injury to his his knee joint. And and it took seeing anything that's an injury to that player that's going to rob them of their career innings as a footballer with all those endorsements do you see any of these uh, professional footballers fighting back against uh, those that insisted that they have it no i haven't seen haven't seen a single one and I, and i and i believe it's because they they themselves don't want to admit to themselves that they were um perhaps not not doing their due diligence when it came to uh what was in the vaccines how they were still in uh in the trial phase um and i don't think they want to admit to themselves that they were that stupid um to have you know jeopardized their career by blindly going along with the masses and, and getting injected with this stuff that they had no idea what was in it so i think that's one of the reasons why uh you won't see footballers um you know uh taking legal action um against what's going on um it's it's just, it's crazy it's a crazy world even, uh, and if, I even get if the... they've got no means to oh uh, um i think um most of them now are earning enough money in the first probably four or five years of their career to actually make themselves financially safe for the rest of their lives that's if they're not that's if they're not wasting it though right <laughs> Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I, I, I well, can, you know, I can see, I can see because uh, they're really not looking at all of it. They're, I'm saying they're not looking at all of it then because no financial thing is, we seem to have a delay. So I'm going to get in there first because I'm the, yeah, I think, I think you've got um, a little bit of problem so on your end with the stream, you know, the bandwidth. They haven't looked. Go ahead. I think you got a little issue there with your bandwidth. Yeah. It keeps cutting in so and out. So we haven't seen, um, yeah. So, so if, if they're thinking that if people are thinking they're set for life financially, you've got to be right up there with the Klaus Schwab brigade to be set financially, because, um, you know, the whole thing that's coming in to take over is going to collapse a lot of that finance that we saw originally there. And, um, I think that's where, that's where when people take the attitude of, well, I'm all right now, Jack, you know, I'll be fine. I'm not going to do anything for anyone else because I'm an island, right? <laughs> I don't need anyone else. 
But unfortunately, um, should any of these uh, very wealthy celebrities or sports personalities who've had any of these injections get sick, um, they're literally going to face the very real possibility and danger, um, particularly as they get older, not when they're young and easy to recognize, but when the next generation starts to come through and they're just some old has-been, um, which you only need to be 50 to be an old has-been, um, then, then they're going to face the same as everyone else, and it's NG191. And let me tell you, there was a um, another uh, reckoning day yesterday, and uh, they they literally are killing people. They're killing people on purpose in the hospitals. And there was a court hearing yesterday. They are doing it. And it doesn't matter whether they say they're not doing it. They really are doing it. I have an email under freedom of information that I received yesterday forwarded to me uh, regarding the Welsh paramedics and what they're being told to give just with a phone call. So it's not even when you get to the hospital, you're in danger. You're in danger the minute you pick up that phone and you dial 999, the emergency line. You know, they, they can come into your homes and they're being told what to give you. And uh, it, it's uh, it's a nice big bolus dose of, of uh, let's put you in a coma and finish you off, which is quite scary. So no amount of money is going to protect you from that when you get to a certain age. Only the, you know, the the uh, the top. So, I mean, everyone's going to recognize Klaus Schwab. He looks like Ming the Merciless. But um, actually, yeah, that'd be quite Dr. interesting. Dr. Evil. You know, that herd... That herd can turn at any time that you watch a herd in the wild. At any time, they can suddenly change direction. This could change direction in a heartbeat. You know, and there's enough people all of a sudden say, actually, we're not doing that. Then it gets very scary for the other side because they're very few. Matt, can I? Yeah, we're focusing on that. Let me ask Matt a question here. Matt, one of the things that that you're doing here is you're kind of like Kate. I would assume in, you know, the profession that you're in, you know, Kate came out and speaking out and she had, while there was, I would say there was probably more people who were on her side medically and in the medical community uh, than not. They were just silent. They were either cowards or whatever. Some of them have, have now had their eyes open and they're speaking out. Praise God for that. We, we thank, we're, we're thankful for that. But how, how about in your profession, among uh, sports commentators, among uh, sports professionals, how many people are really on your side and how many are just saying, oh, Matt, you, you've, you've, you've gone off the deep end. You've got your tenfold hat on and, and you, you don't really understand this is, this is a new phenomenon that's going on. You know, people are, are driving their cars too much or they're too stressed out or I don't know what some of the other things are. The heat is getting to them or, or all, all the goofy things that we see the Mockingbird media, both over there and here, put out as the reason for why, you know, athletes and other people are, are quote unquote, dying suddenly or, you know, having cardiac arrest. How many people are really behind you, behind the scenes that you've talked to? Um, yeah, there's, I mean, there's quite a few that have, uh, I've had messages from that have, um, you know, saying that they agree with everything that I say, but they, they can't say anything publicly because they need their job. Um, and they know that if they did speak out, they, they will lose their job. You know, at, at my former employee, um, I've had several messages. Um, but you know, they, they need to feed their family. They need to pay their mortgage. Um, and I kind of get that, but, uh, at some point, you know, um, they'll come for them as well. Uh, that, that's exactly and, right. And, and, and we won't be there. Uh, and we won't be there to help them because they didn't, uh, they didn't stand up for us when, uh, when we needed it. 
Yeah, that's a good observation. That this is what this is what the cowardice does, though. It breeds that, and I understand that too. I mean, Kate mentioned, you know, my, my wife and I have ten kids, and um, you know, we're we're not even. I tell people we're not even paycheck to paycheck. We're like day to day. I'm having to check things, so I understand that. I understand that kind of a threat. But uh, as I had a friend of mine uh, from South Africa, I ship ship nice for you know. He was saying, "Well, we're we gonna have to take the shot because we got to get to the states because we got to promote these kind of things." And I said, "Well, it's up to you, but if you take that shot." You're playing Russian roulette with that. You might not be around here to promote your stuff. I mean, that's just the reality. I'm not trying to scare anybody. We've we've got three years of uh, of stories of data on that, and they can tell us all they want. This is not the result of the shot. You, in fact, I was looking up an image. I just want to show people this. I was looking up an image to use today. Okay. And this was a potential image that I was going to use. And I want you to notice the title here. Athletes dropping dead is a COVID vaccine misinformation trend. Now, this comes from grid.news. I don't know. I've never been to that site, but I'm sure this is not the only one. I'm sure it's out there in the Mockingbird media and stuff, too. But this is the title of it. Athletes dropping dead is a COVID vaccine misinformation trend. And like you said, We've never seen anything like this before, not just in the sports community. I, I talk about it on the show all the time. Every day I get up, there's three or four or five celebrities right on the front page uh, who have died or they've had uh, an aggressive cancer take them, which is part of what these shots do. And if people don't believe that, go back and watch our show. What was it, Kate? We did at the end of 2020, like a week yep. after the shots rolled out. We had Kate. We had Dr. Corbett. We had Dr. Calvin. We had Dr. Madej on. All of them were talking about what they had seen just in the first week. We have heard the talks of the, the cancers being uh, uh, done. And that, and Kate was actually talking about that before the shots rolled out and all these mm -hmm. other things. And people can't seem to see it. But you're right. These guys who pat you on the back behind closed doors, it's coming to their front door, too. Uh, it's going to come to their front door, too. And then who's going to be there for them when mm -hmm. they haven't been there for other people? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I spoke to last night, I did a, a show um, with John O'Looney, uh, who I'm sure Kate is aware of over here in the UK. Uh, you know, he's been on the show. Ah. Yeah, he, he's been on the show here. Matt, let me let me stop you a second. I didn't realize the time here. We got about 10 seconds. I'm good friends Okay. Kate's saying something that's broken up, but we got about uh, five seconds here. So what I want to do is if you want to finish the, the interview with us, um, we're going to carry over on sonsoflibertymedia.com. Just head over there and do that. Get with the people of God this weekend. Have a good Lord's Day and time with them. Read the word of God out loud. It's powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. Encourage one another. Spur one another on to good, loving good works. And Bradley will be with you at 3 today for two hours. And Lord willing, we'll see you on Monday at 6 a.m. Adios. All right. I want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. And Matt, didn't mean to interrupt you there, but I just I noticed the time there. So I wanted to get that out of the way so you can give me your thoughts. Yeah, no, no, no problem at all. Um, uh, I was I was talking with John O'Looney last night, who, who you guys uh, obviously know, and um, some of the stuff that that he is saying is just incredible. And the fact that people are uh, are kind of turning a blind eye and, and you know, um, most uh, the slurs come the tinfoil hat wear and all sorts of stuff we, we John's there on the front line you know with these bodies and seeing these these things in these dead bodies and and yet still people are uh, are not willing to to still listen to them uh, and I just find it amazing but one of the things I think 
that the uh, the powers that be um, have made a big mistake with, in my opinion, um, is that they are point blank refusing to acknowledge or even mention the fact that all this stuff that's going on, that the vaccine might just have even the smallest part to play. Do you know what? If they'd actually admitted to everybody that there is a possi- there is a small possibility that these vaccines might be causing some of this damage, do you know, they'd actually have a little bit more credibility than what they've got. But the fact that they will not even acknowledge in the media, not even the slightest bit, will they acknowledge that this could be a problem is a massive, massive negative in there because so many of my people in my circles yeah. um, who two years ago thought that I was mad uh, and I was, I was, you know, I've lost my mind and I was talking rubbish. So many of them now are, are coming up to me and saying, blimey, I think you were right a couple of years ago, what you were saying. Um, and, and that's because I think they've made mm-hmm. some serious mistakes in their tactics of how to deal with all of these sudden deaths. And, and by completely ignoring the vaccine, uh, I think they've actually sent more people over to our side. Yeah, that's good. I, I, think, well, I, yeah, I agree. I, there, There is yes. that issue that comes up to where if you're not even going to be honest about it and say, hey, this is at least a possibility. But the reality is, uh, Matt, is that the, the, the Mockingbird media is largely funded by Big Pharma. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we've looked into that. I think 30 to 40 percent of most of these media outlets, you know, that commercial brought to you by Pfizer, whatever their special is or whatever, they're beholden to their, their masters. They're the pimps for the shots and, and all the other drugs that they that they pimp out to the people. Um, I, I remember as a kid, uh, you never saw an, an advertisement for any drug on television. I never saw one. And I watched a lot of television as a kid. But as I as I grew up, I started noticing that, that they're offering all these drugs. And and what was amazing to me, what started me laughing was, are you do you have anxiety? Well, we have this little pill for you. Ask your doctor. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, really? Are, are you an introvert? Are you shy? Well, we've got this little pill for you. And it, it, it's like these are common things that people happen or have had for millennia. It's not a disease. It's just. You know, the way the person is, man, you take a person who's an introvert and you go stick them to work at a fast food restaurant or something else or any other place where they have to interact with the public and they'll get rid of that real quick. They'll get rid of that real quick because they learn to interact with other people. So it's not a thing where you need a drug. It's just where you need to be put in the situation. But, man, it's just it's crazy what's going on. I think uh, the worst the worst bit uh, for me about the world at the moment. That's interesting. Sorry, Kate. Go on. Carry on. I think she's froze up there. No, no, it's all right. I was just going to say, it's interesting. With, yeah, with what with what Tim's saying, it's interesting what Tim's saying. Um, because we saw in the news that they, you know, gene mapped 100,000 babies. And now they're saying that dyslexia is genetic. And, of course, CRISPR technology is saying that they can gene edit. So they're going to be coming up with, oh, we've got a vaccine for that dyslexia. Um, but um, so... You know, we we saw in Canada that they are um, going to be euthanizing 3% of the population. And actually, if anybody's looked at my Telegram channel in the last couple of days, I've just uh, uploaded a few more documents showing that they are planning in the UK of 66% of the people that die 
in the UK every year will be from end of life care. So it won't be old age cancer and everything else. You won't get to die of your condition. You're going to 66% of you are going to be end of life care. That's fact. And That's it's an in interesting those number that they chose, so isn't it? It's interesting. So if you're a yeah, isn't it just? So if you're a, um, they, they, we had to work that out from the money of how much each body is worth and how much, how many people they would need to kill to reach the target that they're saying. So that's the, the good research who does it. But I, I wonder, you know, is that, so I, let me put this to a, a former professional football player. So is that just for us surfs in the background that are kind of useless? We're just white noise. We're not entertaining anybody. Well, I might be a bit, but, um, you know, where some other bird was saying that once a woman in the UK is over her childbearing years, we're absolutely useless. We're of no good 21. And I think it sounded when he made that remark, like someone had scored a goal. Probably every bloke in the nation was like, yeah, get rid of all these old birds. <laughs> but, um, you know, is, does that go right through to football? So if you're a professional footballer, is it's okay for you lot to have dyspraxia, dyslexia, ADHD, as long as you can follow the ball and get it in the net and earn some cash? Or is that just for the minions? What do you think? Do you think if you're, a, you know, if you're, because it's kind of a bit like the Hunger Games. It's getting like that. It is getting we know that we're way, laughing about but this. I think well, the, I think... But actually, I was laughing about the vaccine. I, I think there's so many um, different agendas at play, but they all kind of come together into one. Um, you know, I think the, the financial situation that everyone finds themselves in at the moment, um, it, it, that's also, you know, the, the boiling the ethical frog thing. It's just gradually, gradually, uh, it's what governments have been doing, gradually taking more money off their people, more money off the workers, um, all that kind of stuff. Um, it, there's just so much to unpack um, uh, and it's it's really difficult to try to take in and comprehend everything that's going on and the reason why it's going on. Um, uh, and that kind of is the, the biggest thing is that is that I don't think most people can comprehend uh, just what this uh, agenda is all about. And it's difficult to try and unpack it all um, and to think, you know, is it because, you know, Klaus Schwab wants to be the king of the world? Uh, and wants to wants to rule every country himself. Um, are there people behind Klaus Schwab more powerful that are controlling Klaus Schwab? Uh, there's so much going on, and the whole divide and conquer thing um, is something that they know works so well. So these uh, these elites they understand very well that while we're uh, all among, arguing amongst ourselves, uh, we will never actually come together. Uh, to to take a look at where the real problem lies, and that is with the people that, that govern over us. Um, and these are people that should be beholden to us, not that we should be beholden to. Yeah, agreed, agreed. We got some we got some comments in the chat. Uh, some people have mentioned uh, therapy uh, that these shots are gene therapy, and I, I think I've even used that term once once before. But you know, it's not really even that because it's not a vaccine. We've seen that. We've seen them trying to manipulate the definition for these shots. But even the therapy doesn't apply. Therapy is the treatment intended to relieve or heal a disorder. This isn't even that. And I can tell you it's not that just from the ingredients that we got from Dr. Kerry Madej on the children's COVID shots. Three pages of it. Several of the items that are, I mean, literally 
there was probably kitchen sink in there ground up somewhere, but literally there were like five or six of the ingredients that were, that were weaponized. They knew they were weaponized and they tested them off of frequencies to determine what was in there. So all of this, this is not a vaccine. It is not a gene therapy. This is a poison. This is a, this is a toxin that they're shooting into the people's bodies. And uh, now we're we're seeing the fruit. We're seeing the confirmation of everything that we we've said for several years now. And I remember Kate and I did a show. What was like our second or third show where I played the little comedian. I wish I could find that video again. It takes me forever to find it. But a little comedian up up in Canada who was making his own vaccine. And uh, it, I mean, it's it's kind of funny, but it's funny because it makes a point about the reality. And that's what makes good humor is it uses the reality to do that. And the things that they would throw in just the old vaccines, which we see have all kinds of problems in and of themselves, we're seeing in this one a hundredfold. And and again, I think it's because the people have, have not stood up and said, well, the people have been ignorant of it. Wouldn't you agree, Matt, that people are ignorant of their sciences, of medicine, of the law, of all kinds. The people are ignorant of a lot of things, and so they're easily swayed uh, by those in power to go along with whatever their narrative is. Yeah, and I think one one of the things, you know, when, when I talked about there's lots of things to unpack in the whole agenda, um, is one of the things in that for me is the is the dumbing down of, of society through the through the um, school system. Uh, I, I look at my school days and I think, well, why wasn't I taught about this at school? Because this would have been way more useful to me in my adult life. I agree. Um, and there are so many things like that where, where, where I look back and think, well, hang on, why, why wasn't I, why am I being taught algebra for so long? And yet I've never used that in my entire life. Yet there's some, so many life skills, you know, like budgeting uh, and uh, just so many things that would have been so much more useful um, than what we were actually taught. And I think it's been a, a deliberate dumbing down of society. So, that when we got to this point in time, um, there weren't too many people who were going to sit and question it, but were just happy to sit and do everything that their government tells them to because they think their government love them uh, and that the government want them to be to be safe. You know, uh, and I think safetyism is one of the one of the worst things uh, on this planet at the moment. Um, the the whole thing that you can go through your life trying to be as safe as possible. Life isn't about that. Life's risky. You know, you got to take you got to take risks in life, and it's far more fun. Uh, to be to be risky and uh, and you don't want to be safe your whole life. You have a really boring life if you're mm. just going to go it through, go through it being safe. And the other thing is, which is really annoying me and getting my goat at the moment, is the whole um, online harm safety bill that we've got going through in this country, where you can get arrested for hurting somebody's feelings. <laughs> and it's crazy. Oh my god, it drives me absolutely mental. The world has gone to ratchet because of it and these two things alone are sending the world down a down a horrible path and it's allowing governments um to be tyrannical and people don't even see it it's crackers yeah i i would add the the instead of saying it's fun i would say it's adventurous uh to to be a little risky in life uh and we see that look i, I can point all the way back in the old testament and even the new testament the risks that men took to live free, to speak the truth, to call out tyrants, uh, to call out those who are lawbreakers, all of that, all of that is very adventurous. I'm pretty sure Kate can give us a lot of stories 
<laughs> some of them we've covered live on the air that YouTube decided, no, we don't want to, we don't want people to see that. And, and they cut us off from that, but it's very adventurous. And I think, I think God puts us in those situations to test us, to show whether or not we're genuine, whether we're the real deal, we're not the real deal. Um, but with that said, um, Matt, you've got a show uh, that you do. And do you want to tell people a little bit about that? And then what I want to do is once you tell them that, I want to uh, kick it over to you guys for a final comment. So would you tell people a little bit about your show? And then I'll, I'll, I'll come back and we'll kick it back to you guys for a final comment from you guys. Sure thing. Yeah. So every Monday night, uh, 8 p.m. UK time, uh, I do a, a live stream called The Flip Side. Uh, where I uh, interview, uh, sometimes I do it on my own, um, and, I, and I have interaction with the with my my regulars. Um, but most of the time, I will interview very interesting people, like Kate last week, um, uh, like John O'Leary, like Dr. Mike Eden, um, you know, uh, Peter McCulloch, uh, all those kind of guys, all people that I, I've I call it the flip side because I wanted to be able to put the other side of the. Uh, of the opinion across to what we're not getting from the mainstream media. Um, and so all the people I'm having on are, are, are normally people who have been cancelled uh, in one way or another through uh, through social media and through the mainstream media. And and mostly, you know, people who are attacked in the mainstream media, um, I, I kind of get drawn towards because, um, uh, because I'm in that club and uh, I know that I'm a, a genuine uh, person who just wants the best for humanity, not just for my own family, but for everyone's family. Um, you know, that's that's the way I look at things, and yet I've been attacked by the mainstream media. So when I see other people being attacked by the mainstream media, I suddenly now go, ah, okay, they're probably on my side. Um, so I, I get to interview these um, incredible people uh, who have taught me a lot uh, over the last six months. So you can go onto my Getter feed, you can go onto the, the little uh, media tab and all the interviews are there. Um, so please do that between 45 minutes and an hour and 15 minutes long most of the time. Um, and I've been, I've been enjoying them a lot. So uh, I'm going to continue doing them and continue uh, trying to, to put the other side of the story out and uh, let people make up their own mind. Amen. Amen. So, so that, is that, is that live on Getter? Is that what, what you have? Yes. There? Okay. So yeah, people catch it on, on Getter. Getter. Yeah. All right, and I'll have a link up so people can uh, can find that in the archives later this morning, sonsoflibertymedia.com. All right, so what we want to do is a final word of exhortation. You know, uh, one of the things we like to do here at Sons of Liberty is we don't want to just give the bad news and dump it all out there and there not be any hope for people. Um, I don't believe in that. I I, I think we, we have to understand what's going on, and that's going to be bad news. Uh, just like when we go and give the gospel, we have to hold the law of God up and and do a, a prognosis, as you will, uh, like a doctor does to show people their sin so that you give them the good news of the gospel that saves them from their sin. Uh, in the same way that we're dealing with that, we, we're dealing with this. Now, we've given some bad news um, that people have been hearing for, for years now. What is some good news? What's some words of exhortation you give people? And we're going we're gonna to start with Kate. And Kate, if you want to bring Dave on for his theme song, we can do that too. But uh, I'm going to start with you. And then, uh, Matt, if you'll follow up with her, we'll give you the final word. Yeah, so for everyone who knows, my passion is actually health and avoiding and reversing disease naturally. Uh, it's not it, it's not being out there. It's just where I ended up um, shouting about it. But my thing is everyone has the, the, the ability to heal anything. And we were created in the Lord's image. So I'm going to be back. Um, I'm doing talks anyway, like I used to do before COVID up and down the country. Uh, please do look out for them. You couldn't get a concert for the price of my tickets. Um, 
But what I'm going to do uh, next week on the show is I'm going to be talking about uh, going back through atherosclerosis, why you get it, the four stages of it, and how you can combat that and reverse it, which you can. You can 100% reverse it. And the reason I'm doing it now together with like some other things like the detox baths that Carrie Midday and I adv- uh, advocate and also using DMSO with magnesium oil, which we're trialing over injection sites. Um, I'm going to put all this out there because none of it will harm you. You have everything to gain and nothing to lose. So I'm going to teach you again about, about what makes you sick, keeps you sick. And, and by removing those things away, how are you going to regain it? Because I don't believe 100% uh, that, that this is working or that it's going to kill everybody. If you, st- They're hoping it. That's why they want you to have more and more and more. Um, but, you know, these things come to us now. I know your favorite cat is Fat Dave. So probably some cats somewhere are going to be using the online harms bill saying, <laughs> oh, she said we were fat. And everyone's already always saying I'm I'm fattest, but I'm not. I just want you to be healthy. But Fat Dave, the minute my laptop opens, that annoying cat that urinates up everything, I'm going to put a cork up his yay-haw. Here he is, holding my hand. <laughs> you should have seen him last week, Matt. He was moving his head to the music. It was there. He is again. He's doing it. <laughs> okay, um, I, I, I keep saying to people he's free to a good home but I've had him what for oh, I don't know, over a decade him and his sister and I found one of his teeth on the floor he's really manky but the reason the cats in my house live forever is because I don't vaccinate them Ronnie uh, was 23 when he finally like crawled into his grave but I, I don't vaccinate them I just don't and um, this is what I said on children's health defence it's fantastic. The mask is off. You're all seeing it now. No vaccine has ever been proven safe. No vaccine has ever been proven effective. And no two vaccines have ever been tested together for their efficacy. So if you're still rolling out there now saying, well, like the new, there's a new vaccine that's come out in America that they want to give to all the kids. If you're still going out there going, I want to read the research. Why do you want to read the research? Even that's all bought and paid for. They're all not telling the truth it's a gangster's paradise you don't need any of it you just need everything that grows outside if it looks like you pulled it out the ground off a bush or off a tree or it's been slaughtered pretty imminently um then you should be eating it anything else um i want you to tell me where a box of crunchy nut cornflakes grows or yep. a fray bentos pine a tin grows um i can't find those trees so uh really you know it's all there and we can reverse we can reverse all ill health. So I'm going to have a good crack at this one. Yeah, that's your creation-based medicine right there. Uh, Matt, before you before you chime in, Scotland One Party is in our chat. And uh, Scotland, I, I'm glad to see you in there again. Um, I, I noticed you've been in here on Saturdays. Thank you for your input. Uh, they say, Matt ruined many of my football coupons. Now, I didn't know what that was, <laughs> but they said last-minute goals. Is that correct? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so there's a big industry around betting in, uh, in, in the, <laughs> on the soccer matches over here. And yeah, sometimes I scored goals that uh, meant the matches didn't end the way that people <laughs> thought they were going <laughs> to. Uh, well, final word from you, sir. Now you're, Thank- now you're spoiling their story by uh, <laughs> by a footballer coming out and talking about it. Um, you just literally, you're pe- we, as we say in the UK, you're peeing on their chips. <laughs> <laughs> 
Absolutely. Um, well, my final word would be, I, I know you, we've spoken a lot about uh, a lot of negative stuff that's happened, but um, I've certainly seen in, in my circle, there is definitely a shift uh, of consciousness towards people thinking that perhaps the government aren't their friends anymore. Uh, and perhaps the pharmaceutical industry are a little bit corrupt. Uh, and I'm seeing that daily. What I found myself is that it's it's almost impossible to try to convert these people with facts um, because they don't do facts that, you know, uh, and a lot of the time it's, it's uh, almost using the opposition's tactics uh, that, you know, the, the nudge tactics and just to drop little hints here and there and just to, to maybe just send them a little article that they could just read quickly, just to sow a seed into their, into their mind that perhaps things aren't as they should be uh, in this world. Um, and, and I found that's a far more effective way of trying to get people on side than try and batter them with facts. Yeah. Uh, and I've definitely seen uh, a massive change. I've seen a, a massive change uh, in the amount of people that will now come up to me in public um, and thank me for standing up because a lot of people don't have the, the reach and the voice that I've got, uh, but have the same views as me. So I've taken a, a lot of uh, praise from people in public uh, over recent months. And that has given me great encouragement that we are on the right we are on the right path but it will be a long fight uh, and just stick in it for the long haul and we will get there and we will win this fight amen amen i think that's a good word I, to keep doing what we're doing and i think you're exactly right dropping seeds in there seeds you're not dropping the whole tree in there you're dropping seeds in there and that's the way i like to do things too i i'm not i i try to drop the word of god in there to where even if i have you know, people on the show who's um, who are unbelievers, who are of different creeds, faiths, what, whatever the case may be. I want to put the word of God in there because I believe it's sharper and powerful than any two-edged sword. And I think you're you're wise in doing that, using that little drip, that little slow drip. We used to talk about that, doing that with our kids daily, dripping the word of God into them. Not you don't have to cram it over them, dripping it into them, so it becomes a part of them daily. By the way, uh, Fat Dave. Uh, Murphy and Woodrow from <laughs> Pennsylvania say, give their meows to you. That came from the Deatons there in the chat room. Uh, thank you for he that, Elizabeth. You wouldn't be saying it when he was peeing up your drapes. <laughs> I mean, that cat's All right. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate you, Kate and uh, and Matt, for joining us. Thank you for spending overtime with us as well. And uh, we wish you the best. Hang on, and I'll say goodbye to you off air. Guys, catch Bradley at 3 for two hours today, 3 p.m. Eastern, two hours today on sonsoflibertymedia.com. Have a great weekend, a great Lord's Day. Again, get with the people of God. I know a, a lot of you don't have a church that you attend because several churches have just gone off the rails. Get with your neighbors. Get with your family. Get together and read the Word of God. Have a meal together. Pray. Encourage one another uh, on to love and good works throughout the week. And uh, see the Lord at work in that. You will see it, but you've got you to do it. You've know, you got to do those things. So I want to encourage you to do that. And then, Lord willing, we'll be back with you in the morning on Monday, 6 a.m., Talk to you then. See ya.